in the prison. It's an odd uh, the prisoner podcast. Welcome. It's imprisoned in prison. It's an other uh, prisoner podcast. This is Malik the Mark here. Over there, as always, is Matt. Hi, it's Matt over here for some that's, reason. That's right. Over there on the other side of the screen, acting all schizoid on us. Who is anyone? The schizoid man. That's who it is. That's today's episode, which um, in our running is number eight. But then in the one where I put the links to the podcast, it's number five. So, you know, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Well, production order, it was number seven. So it's pretty much middle of the road here. We're in the middle. Right. This is the belly button of the show. Indeed. Was so that, let's get that, into yes. it. Do let's it. get into this belly button. Uh, this episode aired October 29th, 1967. Um, if the first thing you think of when you hear the schizoid man is uh, of a season two Star Trek The Next Generation episode, that episode was actually supposed to have Matt Patrick McGowan in it and was named in honor of this episode, but there were scheduling conflicts and he didn't make it onto that episode, which probably is for the best because it's rated one of the worst episodes. Um, <laughs> Maybe it would have been better with him in it. Yeah, maybe it would have been not quite the worst rated. First thing I Who thought knows? of was 20th century schizoid man. Yeah, I think that came out after Two this. Years, yeah, a couple of years later. Huh. 69. Anyway, this week's episode was written by Terrence Feely. He was actually the foreign story out of Paramount at the time, but by November 1968, he would resign to join McGowan's Everyman Films as a co-director. He will return for one more writing credit on The Prisoner for The Girl Who Was Death. But later, he would also serve as writer on works such as You'll Never See Me Again and Space 1999. Is that like like you don't date crazy? You don't date death? And we'll find out, won't we? <laughs> right. Pat Jackson returns to direct, having previously directed A, B, and C. That's one episode, not three. He'll be back to direct two more Prisoner episodes after this. Jane Marrow guest stars as 24. She was born in 1941 and started as a stage actor before moving on to television roles in the 60s. Not only is she one of the few prisoner actors still with us today in 2023, but she is the current American TV crossover champ from the show, guest starring on Barnaby Jones, The Six Million Dollar Man, The Incredible Hulk, The Greatest American Hero, Heart to Heart, Magnum P.I., St. Elsewhere, Days of Our Lives, Airwolf, and MacGyver. Most of those for exactly one episode each. Anton Rogers is our number two this week. He was a mostly TV actor who also appeared in My Partner the Ghost, The Day of the Jackal, and Murder Most English, a Flaxborough Chronicle. Finally, we have Earl Cameron as the supervisor. Although it was rare at the time to have a black actor playing an authority figure, he will also be the only black actor to appear on The Prisoner altogether. So I guess we'll take the victories where we can. He was a Bermudian actor who found himself acting in London starting in the 1940s, who would appear in films and TV until a few years before his death in 2020. You can catch him in Beware of Children, Two Gentlemen Sharing, and Inception. I hope and that's not all one movie, too. <laughs> that's three movies. Oh, good, I mean, good, good. One of those might be a show. I don't really delineate. <laughs> 
the future, man. It's all the same. Uh, and also, last but not least, Patrick McGowan co-stars as Curtis. Right. Okay. Um, there's a story. I guess you're going to tell us a story. Tell us a tale. Oh, here's the story. Funny you would, funny you would mention that. <clears throat> number six is enjoying a quiet night at home helping train number 24 to psychically read cards. She has a high success rate and they aren't sure if she's just gifted or if they have a psychic link together. Later as he sleeps, number two is monitoring number six's bed and the light fixture overhead blinks and causes him to black out and he is carried off to be experimented on. He wakes up and realizes he now has a mustache and also is now number 12. He goes to see number two who gives him flapjacks, which is number 12's favorite food, and he gets a shave and he's told that his assignment is to break number six and is told to remember the password Gemini. He goes to see the number six that he needs to go see and finds a duplicate of himself. They get along at first, but eventually friendly banter leads to passive aggression, shooting contests, and fencing, and finally a slap fight in the alley. Number 12 finds that he cannot compete because his left-handedness gives him a disadvantage in combat. At the control room, number 2 is interrogating the new number 6, and fingerprints are compared, but number 12 decides to call in number 24 to prove his identity via their psychic link. The problem is now 24 has a psychic link with the new number 6 and not with number 12. She also identifies a mole that number 12 suddenly doesn't have. Later, number 12 noticed the fingernail injury that number 24 had caused before all this had started and realizes that he was actually brainwashed into liking flapjacks, white cigarettes, and being left-handed. He takes things into his own hands by holding a lamp and a faucet at the same time, which causes an electric shock that makes him right-handed again, and all is right with the world. He strolls over to the fake number 6's house, taking out a few goons along the way after they don't accept Gemini as the password. He feigns despair, but then ends up in a fist fight with a fake number six, who reveals that his name is Curtis, and the password is actually Schizoid Man. Then Rover kills Curtis, thinking that he's number six, so the real number six impersonates Curtis to try and escape, but unfortunately, along the way, number six has given himself away by talking about Curtis's wife, Susan, as if she is alive, and after getting a blindfolded helicopter ride right back to where he started when he thought he was getting away, number two reveals that she's actually been dead for a year, and he messed up. Oops. He talked? He should have just been a quiet passenger. I, it is, <laughs> yeah. It was um very interesting how they chose to just to be like, let's just watch him dig his own grave. We don't usually get to see that in the show, right? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't stumble bum that hard most of the time. So um, let's see, a few observations. I thought this one, started out like a sitcom like a weird sitcom which is kind of a weird vibe in the show because we haven't had it before mm -hmm. yeah we we have i feel like we have a lot of different number sixes here sometime some in different times which is interesting mm -hmm. because the fake number six felt more like the number six that was at the beginning of the episode i guess it's sort of telling that we haven't gotten a show by this writer before because it, it feels like number six is sort of he's too chill but, isn't he yeah it feels like when he's number 12 and he's like completely screwed then that's more like the number six that we know so far right right well that's where this episode's nicely schizoid then right i suppose you get, yeah you get the wrong characterization and then you get the right characterization but now he's the wrong character i was confused watching it and making the summary I mean, he was definitely nicer 
than Bill Murray and Ghostbusters uh, doing the the card stuff. Yeah, I don't think he was trying to to trick to give her drugs or whatever Bill Murray did in that film. He was shocking the other guy when they got him wrong. Oh yeah, but he still got her phone number at the end or something. Or, or oh no, no, he I, wasn't. He was just lying about her cards, so he didn't have to shock oh. her. <laughs> well, I feel like wasn't number wasn't number twenty four lying? Do we get an answer about that? Did was number twenty four lying about the cards? I was confused about that as well. Well, we saw the cards, and um, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, she wasn't lying because we saw them on camera. But what, what yeah, was, we saw them. But saying. did she also? I'm like, did she have some kind of in where? She was being fed what the cards were. Curtis was flashing his fingers, probably. Oh, like baseball, well, baseball. Curtis. I mean, even at the beginning, it felt like maybe she. I mean, retroactively, I'm like she was doing something. So was she trying to trick number six in the first place? Because I, it's kind of crazy that mind reading exists. If it does, right? Well, I've told. I think. I guess I've said on a different podcast, but sometimes I have my uh, teaching mind reading experiences. Again, that's experience, but hey, this could be experience too, where, you know, I say, I ask a kid a question and I already know what their answer is going to be, you know, that sort of thing. But But is it like a series of patterns and do do you know they're going to say wavy lines? That's my point though. This could also be kind of a series of patterns, right? So, Hmm. uh, or, or, you know, like I intentionally try to lose card games of chance sometimes, you know? Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> to increase the challenge level yes yeah, so i feel like my intention maybe does make me lose more often than win hmm. because i'm i, I you know i want to especially if they're younger kids i you know, kind of want to let them win right so i i mean there's something about intention but in this case i mean how much have they been practicing you know they seem quite comfortable doing this so it could partly be you know like even like an inflection of the voice, which card is it? And, you know, you kind of pick up, oh, he's probably looking at this, you know, like like unconscious clues. I suppose so, if there are only like four different cards. Yeah. Do you want some flapjacks? Yeah, I do, actually. Okay. I felt like this episode was kind of... Maybe I'm anti- number 12. Anti-left-handedness. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that, <laughs> if you felt <laughs> attacked by this. Yeah, of course. <laughs> This is pretty absurd. I don't think that anyone would even try to make this. Like, of all the things that they've done in the show that have been even close to problematic, this feels like one of the least likely things to actually would be made now. (laughs) The the left-handed disadvantage. Well, keep in mind, when this started, they simply asked him, why did you resign, right? So, you know, this is episode eight, seven, five. It's it's in the middle, like you said. So, obviously, the plans Mm -hmm. are getting more convoluted by this point yeah <laughs> yeah it's i was I starting have... to wonder if even number two was in on it or not i was starting to wonder like is this a, is there somebody else because he started kept questioning curtis about things i'm like well, what i mean you know two is typically a stooge uh this guy in particular is i, I think the closest to we've gotten to that you can call like a, a twit this guy was kind of an insufferable twit maybe that's why the ending helicopter scene was so annoying because uh (laughs) you're just watching number six just walk right into the um clutches of a a insufferable twit we all knew it was going to happen because number two kept saying well no it's not not even that it's just that they telegraph it so hard number two being like why would you say a thing like that 
Like he just <laughs> keeps staring at the camera being, that's strange. That's an odd thing to say when Quit. number six is clearly lying. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Number think... 24 does that too. She's like, what? <laughs> yeah, what you think there'd about? be a few suspicions with, with the fake Curtis, you know, since they did, I guess, give him plastic surgery or whatever, you know? Well, you would think that that number six would be more suspicious. Uh, maybe he did notice number two being suspicious, and he was just like, "I just, I just have to get out of here, man. I can't. I don't have time for damage control. I'm just gonna try and get out of here." <laughs> yeah, so he didn't finesse it well enough, I guess. I mean, you know, again, we like to compare him to Bond, and Bond would not have finesse that either. Bond would have screwed it up. Yeah, but then he would have just shot his way out of it sometime, somehow. Right. Um, right. I think uh, yeah, another helicopter where he doesn't just try to murder everyone inside the helicopter. It's funny. It's funny that they're willing to like waste an entire like gas tank of a helicopter just to humiliate him. This is a high budget um, village, man. Yeah, black budget. All that really important. Yeah, it's really important to keep him in his place. Right. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. Um, what else are they thunking about? Oh, how'd you feel about the stash? I was like, he's Italian now? <laughs> hey, it's number six. Sorry, it's trying to cross reference. Hey, what am voice. I here for? <laughs> Why am I in this room? What's yeah, going yeah. on? <laughs> Why is my left hand work so much better than my right? Why uh, you were asked, I am in a I think you you said you can write with both hands, can you? I'm ambidextrous, yeah. See, I'm I'm not, but I I do everything with my left hand except for music stuff, which I'm all right-handed for. I mean, the only I usually pick a hand to develop whatever it is because anything you do, you have to like practice it, right? Like mm. anything. So the only thing that I've really developed both hands for is like shooting pool because that's the one thing where you really have an advantage doing it with both hands but like i bowl left-handed and i can't bowl right-handed and i write le i write right-handed i'm not good at writing left-handed even though i can so yeah. like no for me i'm, I'm just hardcore left hand except for music which is probably because cello mm -hmm. is my first instrument you just can't play cello the other way i always feel well i mean i'm totally biased because ambidextrous but i always felt like if if you're doing something music related you're using both hands True. so uh, does it really matter which hand is doing which thing? I don't know. Um, video games, same thing. Like, there are some left handed video games, like Centipede. How is Centipede a left handed instance. video game? Uh, you use the your right hand for the trackball and left hand to shoot. Oh, okay. Sorry, it's been a while since I played that <laughs> on a console. <laughs> no, I mean, on arcade specifically. Uh, that's why I'm in an arcade console. Uh, like, sorry, yeah, console is uh, kind of a, yeah, sorry. Once it came out, I realized. No, no, it's all good. Okay. Um, another thing that went through my mind watching this was like kind of an early iteration of, of the Mandela effect, like they Mandela affected his apartment, like everything's just slightly different. Yeah, that was fun, even though they they did like mention ever a bunch of things I probably wouldn't notice. Like, this is normally silver, but it's gilt or something. Uh, well, it's different, it's yeah. Um, there was a little bit of a flaw in that shooting sequence where you could definitely tell there were two distinct gray tones in the uh, in the shooting room. Yeah, that was definitely like sort of a an ahead of its time well, sequence. They, when was when or, was the or a parent trap film? When was the parent trap done? That was around this time. Probably right? around this time, yeah. 
Did that have that? Wait, that had actual twins. Excuse me. It was a later one where they doubled. Oh, you're talking about the two guys. I thought you were talking about the shooting scene is in just the the mechanics of the shooting game. Oh, that being ahead of time. No, I was talking about the split screen technique. No, I I know there's 60 shows that do that. I thought it was that was surprisingly good, actually. I was um, it was a good scene. I just noticed, you know, because I'm I'm being a um, I'm looking too closely and I just noticed that the walls had two different tones of gray behind each number six. Oh, I didn't I didn't really notice that. So they did they did a good enough job, I guess, or yeah, not they, very yeah, good with details. Yeah, I was kind of like looking for a flaw though. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, I was oh, looking I... for wow, this is impressive and worth <laughs> my time to recap. Right. That's what right. I was looking for. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um let's see. Never go to Haiti. Good advice. Um kind <laughs> of mm. muttered I like how kind it... of thing. What he said he's about is thinks he's the Q brood of infinity or something. <laughs> I wrote cool. down the Q brood of infinity as it was like an insult and I didn't write the context. Oh, okay. Well, that's clear. <laughs> <laughs> he probably thinks he's the Q brood of infinity, I think was the, uh, was the thing. And I said, I wrote in my notes, probably that is infinity. Okay. That's an uninfinite. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have multiple infinities, right? Cause they talk like in math, there's like eight kinds of infinities, I think. Well, I mean, wouldn't you divide it? It's like zero. If you get the cube root of zero, it's zero, right? Probably. That would be same. one kind of infinity, I suppose. But there's other kinds of infinity, depending on. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Smaller infinities. I got C's in math, so I'm not the person to explain this to you. <laughs> oh, I was actually on track to be a math major, except I didn't want to be a math major. I got C's in math. No one ever told me I should be a math major. <laughs> <laughs> well, I showed all of them by not I, being a math major. I mean, right. I had no interest in teaching, so it was like, well, there you go. I have an, Still ESP, don't. I have an ESP trainer on my phone. Hmm. It gets, it's four, four um, squares of different colors, and you're supposed to press the one that has a picture. Okay. Have you have twenty four trials? Do you feel like you've um, learned anything from it? Yeah, I don't have ESP. Okay, well, that's <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> uh, I think the most hits I've gotten out twenty four is like six. I mean the um, like my phone keeps thinking that it knows what what are my uh, most popular home shortcuts, and it's always wrong. So. Right. Well, yeah, I guess there's the digital mind readers these days, right? Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. You and know, I get like, um, sometimes Amazon will be like, hey, do you want this storage seller or something? I'm like, no. I hate it when it sh- when you start getting some kind of health thing, right? And then, and then it happens after that. Like, like cancer or something? Well, uh, more, be- yeah, well, I mean, maybe that happened. I don't know. But just a, a few days ago, I was reading like a, an article and it just kept having these like nasty images of uh, a screwed up finger. And, and then the next day oh. I screwed up my finger. Oh no. I mean, not horribly. It's not as nasty as the images I was getting. I was just like, that's weird. <laughs> well, it's sort of like saying, Oh no, because Oh no, your computer read your thought, read the future. Read the that's future. Not yeah. Good. yeah. That's what I've I'm been saying. getting. I've been getting a lot of debt relief ones, but I like am extremely in debt. But right, but yeah, well, that's not more particularly like, looking for a relief right now. So that's like looking at bank numbers, I guess. So yeah, but maybe that, there's at least something you could spy on for that. But you know, weird finger stuff. How how does the computer know that? I mean, yeah, it's probably just a coincidence anyway. But still, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, what if the computer like just sent someone to mess your finger up? It's like yeah. the Terminator. It's like the Terminator, but just for like Amazon <laughs> products. <laughs> it's like the the AliExpress Terminator. It's like just messes your finger up so it could sell you like a little cast put on it. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger shows up, bops you in the finger with the hammer, and then just like walks off. <laughs> yeah, and then you immediately get a notification. It's like, and then he and then he starts making curtains or whatever he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he was like a painter or something. I don't remember. He was a curtainer because he kept pulling out drapes. Right. <laughs> I still think that was the best Terminator that there ever has been. Oh, that was That's the best scene, one. and that was the best scene in any Terminator movie where he's talking about how what carpets match with what drapes. Ooh. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. There you go. No, <laughs> yeah, that's um out of context. That, that kind of sounds wrong. <laughs> that movie got that movie got what Andor got right like years earlier because it was just like you know what's cool a bunch of people who actually want to kill each other that have to sit in the same room and listen to each other talk. <laughs> that's actually better than like what was the last one like that's a phone app that sent sent. Matt Smith back in time. I don't remember. One after that, Smith, Matt Smith, back what? <laughs> yeah, the other Terminator, the previous Terminator. Oh, 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 right. Okay. The, the, see, I, I, I've properly forgotten that Genesis existed, although I did come up with a name there. So, <laughs> well, Genesis was the name of the phone app that was actually Skynet, but then Skynet's Legion now. How many? Oh, man. I really don't run out remember. of words. I, I forgot everything about Genesis, I think, which is probably for the best. There was a cool thing where there was a 70s Terminator for like two seconds. Mm, that's like disco bones in Star Trek The Motion Picture. Kind of. The best bones. The best bones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the next scene, he's all shaved and in uniform. That was such a <laughs> such a bait and switch there. It's like you're, I was so excited <laughs> that we were going to get disco bones, and then we didn't really get them much. It looked like a real mustache, so I'm like, I kind of want to know if that was a real mustache, but maybe it was just a great makeup job. It was, he had a full beard. He was Grizzly Adams. I, I think D. Kelly was just hitting the hedonist floors of the 70s. That's why I like to think. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, maybe that was what Patrick McGoon was doing on like the, a two-week break or something. Well, he was probably going to those hoity-toity parties because they keep showing up in the prisoner. So, so I'm going to go to one of these parties. I'm going to shave my mustache. (laughs) 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 But yeah, I don't know if his stash really was was that that great. I'm going to grow my mustache, not shave it. Why am I saying all the wrong things? Well, if you could, you might want to manicure your mustache if you're, you know, serious about it. It looked pretty uh, manic, I don't know, manicured, whatever, groomed. Do you think they, they, um, cultivated? Do you think they brainwashed, um, uh, grooming care for, fa- for facial hair into their brainwashing regimen perhaps i mean they, they, if they can make you left-handed they could do anything dude like that's in, <laughs> that's insane and not to mention that the old, okay we might as well talk about the the elephant in the room which is the th- the best and worst thing in this episode where he cures his left-handedness by electrically shocking himself that's where i was about to get to yeah <laughs> that's great i love that it's yeah, it is great. It's like the the old boy thing where he draws a guy on the wall and punches him until he learns how to fight. <laughs> Just absolutely, but but it's also insane. And uh, there's really no even, reason to think that would work. 
no reason that it would work that possibly would kill you if that actually i wouldn't really think that would even shock you but if it did i guess it might kill you <laughs> mm. so yeah but yeah but, it's like the like in the weirdest twilight zone episodes where they just don't give you an explanation for why things are it just it just happened it just is well, earlier they showed where he has the rubber glove on his left hand. That's how they brainwashed him, right? He could catch the, the shocky thing because he had a rubber glove on his left hand, but not on his right hand. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he, when he remembered all, all what they did to him, I guess he was like, well, obviously electrocuting myself is the correct solution. There was kind of a lot of there was kind of a lot in this episode, considering that the cast was like three people. Yeah, well, yeah, but all all of them kind of play different people because twenty four seems. I guess she's kind of the same in all the scenes, but like you said, you don't really know how in on it or how much of a stooge she is. Uh, number two is just out of it. So, yeah, like you said, you can't even tell if he's actually like in the pilot seat on this, which he's probably not. To be fair, it seems like I don't want to like cast any doubt on the actors, but it seems like maybe the actor didn't entirely understand the script. <laughs> this is probably a case for a lot of prisoner actors. Could be. I yeah, mean, we're like probably we're like just we're like eight episodes in, and, and we don't understand the show. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of, you know, Patrick McGowan apparently burned himself out so bad. Like, if you look at his career, he was in like series with hundreds of episodes, and he does this like seventeen episode series, and then gets totally burned out and doesn't do anything for like three years. And most and barely really doesn't do a whole lot the rest of his life. He mostly just occasional this and that. So they broke him in the end. Yeah, he broke himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or okay. Ice Station Zebra broke him, maybe. <laughs> I think he broke himself is probably the uh, the right way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, he w he had the the whole um, auteur syndrome thing. He, he Chinese democracy himself. <laughs> Oh God! There's got he smiled himself. That's better, isn't it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That is better. I mean, this is a product of, I assume, quality that is closer to smile than Chinese democracy. I have not listened to Chinese democracy, but I think I heard, I heard some of it. I just don't remember anything about it. I heard a song from it, and I was like, "This isn't good, but it's not enraging." I guess. I found Def Leppard's Hysteria for 50 yen yesterday. That was fun. That album's good, though. Yeah, true. Like so, I'm not. I will unflinchingly declare that that and Pyromania are both good. So, and it takes like it took the even the 80s. It took them like five years to make an album. So maybe the Prisoner was was uh, Patrick McGowan's Hysteria. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't make sense though, does it? <laughs> mm. I mean, Iron Maiden made better albums than Def Leppard in a shorter period of time, and they have a direct link to this series. But, but <laughs> I can't. But yeah, I would they, argue they put that out Hysteria, Hysteria is a more quote perfect album than anything Iron Maiden did. So mm. there we go. Okay, so the the Prisoner is the Def Leppard of British television. Okay, I'll, uh, we can put that on our. Uh, podcast summary artwork <laughs> podcast description yes on the artwork front and center how comic sans how do you rate this week's mind game uh this one man this one's like a. are we rating this one to five or one to ten uh, we're not rating it we're just comparing it i think this is one of the better ones personally yeah same here i thought it was the most fun 
because when when I start doubting like who I am and who number twelve is and who number six is and who Curtis is, then yeah, I'm kind of uh, I'm and I'm who in, Rover kills, know. yeah, I'm definitely in. What is it when so, Rover catches you? Do you have like what a forty sixty chance or something of, of I don't get out of that? I feel like he might be just programmed to only not kill. Wait, but he does kill number six. I don't. I don't. I don't. No, he kills. He kills Curtis. Yeah, he kills Curtis. Maybe. Do you think Rover knew it was Curtis? I don't know. Maybe Rover's got like a tricorder or something in there to you know really like figure stuff out. I think Rover knew it was Curtis, and he intentionally he he specifically was like not number six, so I can kill you. So so you're gonna stick with the Rover as number one theory. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I would say that <laughs> <laughs> if you catch Rover at the right uh, it's angle, possible. If you I catch, think Rover is smarter than people think that that it is. If you catch Rover from the right perspective, you will see the little one name tag on part of the sphere. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it just yeah tries not to I mean, show that bit. To doesn't you. have any other number on it. Yeah, yeah. So that makes so it, it must be number one or zero. Or number like zero. Yeah, it's a ball. It's, yeah, it's so it's zero. number zero. What well, if it, yeah, back. what if it, that's just the end of the series? It's like you asked who number one was, but you didn't ask who number zero was, and he just like comes in like and then it pops. That'd be amazing. Yeah, then the it end pops. Of the series. And then confetti comes out. <laughs> I think I think that is how the show ends. Okay. Well <laughs> remember correctly. we'll see. Yeah, remember, yeah. listeners. But yeah, I'll I'll go down that this was probably I think it's one of the more like fun ones so far. Yeah, this is in my top three or four, probably. I, again, um, I, I keep thinking the different orders of the show depend on how much you think they're upping the intensity from mind game to mind game, which is kind of why I'm uh, opening up the comparison. Yeah, well, you know, you if you're playing a game of cat and mouse with somebody, you you don't want to like come with a softer cat. Right, so then you yeah. get to someone arguing if A, B, and C is more intense than this. You know, if it's more intense, it comes after. If it's less intense, it comes earlier. I wonder if I, I really wonder. I, I I wonder what kind of process was uh, it was to like determine what order everything was. Like it if people were just like whatever. This is there were multiple processes, weren't there? Because there's multiple orders. <laughs> <laughs> it could have just been like flipping a coin. Patrick was like, don't bother me. I'm busy with my bottle of scotch or something. I don't know. After I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if they were finished making the show when they aired the first episode. Well, I, yeah. And also that what they do, they filmed 10, no, they filmed like 13 and then it was like, oh, we need four more that they did like after the finale. So yeah, it was something, it was something like they did, they did seven or eight and then there were going to be a full 26 but then i i know that it was something like the the finale was kind of rushed and patrick mcguin just thought everyone's gonna be mad at him so he like went on vacation immediately <laughs> that's a good idea so ba- yeah basically he got he got imprisoned by his own show oh. okay oh right what happened was i remember what happened the the thing that's coming up where he takes a break to uh make ice station zebra and uh number six is another person <laughs> spoiler <Yeah>. alert <laughs> then he comes back and one of the producers had quit 
so then he had to like do even more work and had to like cram everything in the whatever the last few episodes. We'll and see if some, he gets shouty in the last few. Yeah, I guess he's not. I that think yeah, and I think some episode. of those. Yeah, I think some of those are the ones that don't make it onto the, uh, you know, onto the order for some. What was it? Some other country didn't only aired thirteen instead of seventeen. Uh, that sounds like something that could have happened. There's a there's a thirteen episode order somewhere. Okay. No, we're not doing that one. We got got to do those last. No, four, why would we do? Yeah, why would we? Why would we do that? We're gonna just, skip just to be those annoying. four. Yeah, they're not real episodes. Not real. I mean, <laughs> they weren't actually not. made. They weren't really produced. They they are apparently the least the least uh of the least of the episodes but okay most of them are well, most of them if not all of them are still rated like over 7.5 in imdb but of course that's also kind of in the uh yeah do, do not forsake me oh my darling living in harmony and the girl who is death Ooh, yeah we haven't done any of those yet have we okay i guess because they're towards on. the end because that's right. what happened they're, they're okay. towards the end in every run right okay so we could they were kind of crammed we, in we could, there. We could skip them if we felt like it. But then yeah, we was... just want everyone to know that we would will not, even though we could. <laughs> we, right. we 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 will. Okay, just in case people aren't catching up on the, the snark enough. We will not wait, we will not skip them. I finally we, they... we will. Oh, okay. We will do episodes based on those episodes. We will do the episodes. I, we will I not by the way skip them. I didn't notice that this was in my um in my DVD case till just now well cool is it black and white or color color i got the color one yeah nice that's the map of my village so yeah yeah it's nice there you go in color right sweet (laughs) but uh yeah it fell out of the little booklet i guess i I, well i have i have a a full book on the prisoner so i hadn't like looked in like the booklet right and i kind of plopped out of that (laughs) um the point being i was going to tell you what the next one is which is Oh, is is this one of them? No, no, it's not. Uh, Many happy returns. Many happy returns. Yeah, okay, we do just do all those four at the end before the finale. Okay. This is That's considered cool. one of the better ones. Okay. The I mean, next one. Right. Well, this one is too. I guess you're looking at the uh, the the ratings here or something, but I just remember it from the from pulling up IMDb and looking at it. <laughs> okay. Um I, I guess you're a social man now then if you want to tell people that stuff. Hey, at Twitter and Facebook at the Prisoner Pod. Was it a question mark at the end? I'm going to make sure that I'm not giving people the wrong address before I say that. <laughs> Are you sure you're going to do that? Because you don't sound sure. Maybe I'm going to do it. <laughs> Am I going to punch you yeah. in the face? Yeah, at the Prisoner Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Okay, that sounded way more definitive. That's cool. Part um, of the Podcastio Podcastius Podcast Network. Which is on Patreon. That's probably worth noting. Patreon. Yeah. Where uh we also have Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, Time Enough Podcast, looking at the Twilight Zone, Luca's Pokemon. You can guess what that looks at. Occult Disney. We look for the magic hidden behind the Mickey. Game game the show. Game game show with game, game show game. about games. Yeah. Game game. Okay. Game game. And I forgot to mention Monster, Monster Mash. Mash. But I just did. So everything's been Monster Hunter now. podcast. We're making yeah. it worse. We're making it worse. <laughs> King, kings of the plugs. <laughs> All right. Speaking of plugs, uh, be plugging you.
<laughs> you're right-handed now. Except musically, I'm left-handed. No, you're all right-handed now. <laughs> Selling an appearance, manipulation of consent In Ginny frameworks of reality for the hurt inside the pen With pieces on a chessboard, the fortunes wax and wane While in the meantime, all the players are just the same. hypocrisy on the left and violence to my right. This heaven moving top the top with Lucifer stealing light. With pieces on the chest, but I thought you'd wax and wane. While in the meantime, all the players are just the same, just the same. I see what's going on It's gathering up the gangs Here I am in the midst of it all And the stock fails my decline With pieces on a chest But I fudge and wax and wane While in the meantime the players just the same Think you see what's going on Yeah, I think you see what's going on Think you see what's going on I think I see what is going on I think I see what's going on This is on the chest but I thought you'd wax and wane While in the meantime the players are just the same I think I see what's going on Yeah, I think I see what is going on I think I see what is going on Yeah, I think I see what is going now? I think I see what is going now. I think I see what is going on.